Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the apocalypse. What's up, breadheads? Gather up. Join the gluten gang. It is time to carbo load. Welcome to Hold My Bread. I am the Walkowski of Wall Street. Joel Walkowski here at your services. Joining me is my boy... Matt Backus, I'm here on a somber day, Black Monday. Black Monday, which is, of course, what Matt calls Martin Luther King Day. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us is our guest. We just recorded his pod, The World According to Noah Savage. Say hello to Noah Savage. What up? Hey, Noah. Thanks for coming on. Ooh, a lot of red. Not good. A yeah, lot of not red. Well. And, of course, we got to pre- check it in. Welcome to Hold My Bread. It is the... Oh. One thousand fifty three fifty one dollar podcast. So while the rest of my portfolio is down twenty five percent, hold my bread. We're only down six point five percent. So we wow beat the market today. Wow, How about amazing. that? That's unexpected. Um, yeah, t- dark day. We're recording Monday, um, March ninth. Uh, we talked about this on your podcast. I referenced this on your podcast, but March ninth, two thousand nine, is when the market really bottomed out uh, in that recession, and now we've got the beginning of this recession. I don't know if this is the beginning, but uh, we've been what a in day. a recession. The Dow <laughs> dropped what two thousand points. Well, we knew it was coming, and we last week I thought we had our recession podcast then. Yeah. Turns out it was only the beginning. <laughs> but you know what? I, I remember last week I talked about how they cut – the interest rate was cut too early, and sure as shit, they cut it too early, and now they're going to have to probably do it again. Yeah, and you know, there are times today where I thought to myself, is the global economy collapsing because not only do we have coronavirus severely restricting airlines, product supply chains, right. and really just this mass paranoia has the world held hostage. We have an oil dispute between Russia and Saudi Arabia, and there's no real leadership. Like today, the markets opened. Like I'm chilling last night. I had a great night. I had a great weekend. Okay. And then I get a text from this guy I'm working for. He's like, hey, all work is canceled. And then <laughs> some guy who I'm like, my neighbor from growing up, like he's like a day trader. He's like, I see this Facebook stat. He's like, tomorrow will be the biggest loss of points in U.S. stock market history. I'm like, what the fuck? And he was right? He was right. Wow. Well, we knew it was coming because the Japanese markets were down immediately. And, like, right. the U- all the money we lost today was in four minutes. Yeah. So when... W- How come it's legal to have, a like, a, a cutoff when it sells off too much? It's, it, it is Because actually- of 87. But, like, why? Explain that concept. Because... I, I mean, I think it's literally so people have time to, like, un- to, like catch their breath. You know what I mean? I think it's literally yeah. that sort of thing where it's, like, they, people need a chance to catch their breath and under like... To take it in and not because it just kept going, you know. You can't catch up. You know what's happening. People right. are freaking out. That's why people kill themselves, you know. Yeah, and that you're actually exactly right, Matt. Like yeah. because when when it's, when the stock market crashes, what's happening? It's people selling all their stocks, right. and that's an emotional act. And you know, it's just it is by design to give people a second. To breathe. So they halt the nation's stock markets during dramatic drops and are set at 17%, 13%, and 20% of the previous it's day's It's 7%, not 17 It's oh, I said, I said 7. Yeah. I meant to say... 7, 13, and 20. Sorry, I was saying 7 and 
13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I just said the teen too <laughs> early. We only hit one, right? We only hit the 7%, right? Yeah, like they were. didn't stop because there's. Joel, I want you to know, by the way, that I'm looking at my, my portfolio here and uh, ENRT, your, your real hot tip. Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 no, you bid on that. Yeah, down 78% since I bought it. Um, <laughs> so now I have $15 worth of that. Um, which is 2,300 shares, which well, is pretty the other, cool. The other day he texted me about uh, IBIO, <laughs> and I bid on that, and I'm down on that real hard. Look, I will admit to you guys this. I've never been right about anything this in is, my entire re- life. Is this revenge for the NVAX thing? <laughs> no, it's not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm born to be wrong. I've never had a gut feeling be accurate. <laughs> um yeah, well, and so, I'm trying to check the balance of my Wealthfront account, and I cannot log in. I, I mean, I woke up this morning, and uh, I, like I like we talked about this again on a little bit on Noah's podcast about how people are losing millions of dollars today. And I woke up this morning, and I'm down a thousand in my per- personal portfolio. Now, a thousand dollars might as well be a million to me because I am a broke <laughs> bitch. But I uh, woke up down a thousand um, just immediately, just just a bloodbath. My portfolio all in the red, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not, you know, uh, things. This is not going to be around. This is not going to happen forever. Things have to eventually get better, right? I mean, is this the opportunity to buy a dip in different things? You know, like yeah. Two weeks ago, my stock portfolio was worth. $77,000. Today it is worth $58,000. So I lost a lot Damn. of money. I peaked out at uh, $4,800 and I'm currently at uh, 3.5. So Yeah, I'm way under. Uh, at my peak, I was 16000 and now I'm down to 13000 Oh, three grand. And what's even more pathetic is my total gain is now in the negative for the first time since oh, I've had Oh no. Since I've had an E-Trade account oh. down 5%, which is just brutal. Yeah, I'm I, I'm still up my all-time I'm still up all-time high. Like my all-time high I'm still up 42%. So I'm not going to complain too. And that's a psychology thing. It was like you use like we we use I use a robo investor uh, and it, it's really just a robot is smart enough it only buys Vanguard. That's all yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. You you put in, you never think about it, but because I do this this podcast, I'm always following the market. I'm seeing how it's going and like you could just kind of see this coming beginning in January. Like companies like SpaceX, like that was the hottest stock in all of January. Yeah. It's like it went up 400% in value. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, even they, if things go great, they won't make money for 40 years. Yeah, they don't have a product. They, well, they don't have anything. You know what's something that I only like started to learn as an adult and like since I've been following the market is like mm-hmm. how companies don't deliver bad news. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like they even if they, they suck, they, they right. have this corporate language where you're like, mm-hmm. wait, is that – you're saying that it was terrible, right? Right. <laughs> like, or but, they try and sandwich it in places yeah, yeah. that you're not going to notice it. You know, yeah. we missed, but you know what? It's uh, We feel really good about this other thing. Yeah. And, like, and you're like, but wait, wait, wait. What did you just gloss over? And you're like, oh, we lost a bunch yeah. of money. It's fine. I didn't know. Like basically you can – not that you're lying, but you're kind of lying. Like right. if, you, if you're not a sophisticated like – Knowing the language of corporate like BS, right? And you just read everybody's conference call, you'd be like, "Oh, so they're doing great too." That's right. good. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't know that until I was an adult that that's what they do. Yeah, uh, it's crazy because you you don't want to be negative. I, at least I try not to be too super negative, but you also have to be realistic and look at. Um, they're trying to miss. They're trying to sell you. You know, they're just trying to sell you, and that you think. Well, make sure you know things are going to be okay. I want to know what your what your guys' investment thesis is right now on hold my breaks. It's been a while since I've been on. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, you were tell on the me, first before we rebooted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me what like your your macro themes are right now. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, lately we've been doing a lot of pharmaceuticals, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, someone gave us a tip on a little company called Amarin. Yeah. And I think, I don't know, are you comfortable acknowledging the reason why you're a guest on this podcast? Um, yeah. So, what I'll say is this I, with nothing but public knowledge that you can read in the newspaper. Uh, he certainly didn't do anything the SEC would be interested <laughs> in. No, cor- no collusion. <laughs> No collusion. <laughs> no collusion. Um, here's a pill that basically treats like high triglycerides, all these things that are, it's a fish oil pill. Okay. It's called Vesepa and it's, it got approved. It got one approval, right. That we all saw. So the yeah. stock went from like two bucks Huge. up to like 21. Huge. So you're already like, ah, I missed it. So then you look at it and you read the calls and you're like, wait, it just got this approval that basically like has the potential to be used in so many people around the, around the world. Uh-huh. Now, the problem with the stock market and what I don't understand and never will is that people always like in the game are always like, yeah, but that's already baked into the price. I'm like, but how is it already? That didn't happen yet. Right. How could it already be baked in if that approval didn't happen? Right. It's either going to happen or not. And, you know, we were sitting on reading the news and just going, um, you know, there's another approval coming. Rachel, we were like, yeah, another approval, and another it got one. the approval, and then when it got its it earnings, went down. <laughs> it got a positive earnings report. It beat expectations, and the yeah. price went down. It's crazy. I bought in at fourteen sixty-five. I bought in again at twenty-two. I bought in at twenty-three fifty. <laughs> yeah, hey, we love this stock, and you know, you just look at. I think your day job is probably in pharmaceuticals. And there, it, but there is no like comment. <laughs> there is like a relationship between the amount of sales reps hired and the amount of prescriptions filled. Yes, sometimes. So yeah. it's like there's going to be sales sales of this. Wait, because you're saying that Amron hired more sales reps? Yeah, they hired 800 sales reps. So it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah of course. Be, you don't thing, do that unless you're moving product, right? Yeah. Well, the idea is if there's something to tell the doctors, then you're going to hire more people to tell them, right? So. Because they got this great news. They're like, let's get people out there to like spread this great news. Uh-huh. But I don't know what's going on behind the scenes with like corporate investors and stuff like that. Where right. How in the hell does the price go down? It's like, right. it's like, all right, you do my showcase and you murder. And I go, listen, man, you killed too hard. So we can't have you on the yeah. show anymore. That's so kind of what back. happened to me at the Montreal Comedy Festival, <laughs> actually. Did it really? Like, yeah, like 2013, I had like a callback yeah. and I murdered. Yeah. Like the whole, all the other comics are like congratulating me. They're yeah, like, oh my God, it. that was amazing. Like I had the best set on like an 11 person show. Yeah. I was like the only one who didn't go to the festival. I have not auditioned again for that festival. Yeah, that's it's amazing. wild. That so that's crazy. like the I'm the Amarin of the New York comedy scene. That's that's what you're known as. <laughs> yeah. I got I hired 800 agents, so look out. <laughs> <laughs> um so when they pulled the circuit breaker at at the at at that's Wall Street. Is it an actual circuit breaker? <laughs> like, does some guy who I imagine the Monopoly guy comes out from like his little apartment, climbs out, and switch. pulls a switch? No, the, the guys who clap when the bells open, they need all of them, and it's a giant switch. So it's yeah. like a whole company, and they pull down the circuit breaker. They all put on harnesses, and they have to walk. They have you to have like, to wait around in case you have to pull the circuit breaker yeah. when you when you ring the bell. You're on circuit breaker duty today. Yeah, well, that's the, what. I, I did see a lot of funny pictures on I uh, of like investors that were on the floor. Their hair's all crazy. They look like ex- exasperated. They're all looking like just loose as a goose. It's 
It was yeah. wild. And that, that's the greatest. A lot of crazy day. hair. Today's no. a great day for Googling sad nerd images. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of, there about to be a lot of stock photos up there that are very real. And that's the thing. It, it's a financial apocalypse, but it happened to be like the best day of the year here in New York City. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, the weather was beautiful. Everyone, 65 degrees. Everyone's walking around all happy. And if you're walking around happy, well, I can tell that you're poor. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, it's the only time where someone's walking around the street with a big smile like, hey, who's this loser (laughs) (laughs) well we were at this wedding this weekend and like there was a lot of people who work in like finance or like whatever consulting and this one guy was like trying to like mansplain to like me and Alyssa, like well i'm in the market so uh the coronavirus is like especially bad for me and i was like i'm in the market too bitch like yeah (laughs) that's why i'm glad i got the little e-trade i don't tell him how much yeah i'm like i'm deeply in the markets too you know the deal okay i'm a day trader motherfucker. yeah yeah. i'm a day trader by the pure uh Pure definition. Yeah. And the chaos was really exacerbated by our favorite platform, Robinhood, went down today. I so as stuff was crashing, you couldn't access your funds. And I, I, I looked up, oh, Robinhood crash. And it I was found, trading on Twitter. And I found articles. It's happened three times in the past 10 days. Yeah. Every time the market has crashed, Robinhood has gone along with it. I'm telling you, Robinhood is run by like six guys. There's like six people that run that whole thing. Hey, well, let's make it nine, huh? We're going to join the team. Yeah. How, how many of those um, like startup investor things do you think are just Ponzi schemes? Oh, or they're like, we'll just keep getting people in, and they're not going to want their money back. And I don't know, it'll but be, that, it'll that, be chill. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, Isn't that what we're doing with this podcast? Yeah. Like a Gen <laughs> Z investing app? Like, you get them to upload it. We'll just make up fake stock charts. They think they're making a lot of money. And then one day, we just delete the app. Yeah. And it's in the service agreement, which no one reads, that we get to keep it. Yeah, and we'll we and therefore can, no crime is committed, no collusion. We'll make it like a very, very, very small amounts of money, like the penny investor app. Give us a penny, yeah, watch yeah. it grow. It's just we're just talking about a fraction of a penny, like you know the tip like in yeah, space. yeah, in office space, just a fraction. So it's not even a full penny. Exactly. This is also basically what insurance is, and that's legal. Yeah, is you, it? Yeah, you give me all your money, and then if something bad happens, I'll give you some money back, but. Bad stuff's not going to happen to all three of us at once. <laughs> yeah. Right. What are the chances? Cut to. <laughs> and if it does, AIG goes down and uh, you know yeah. the federal government needs to intervene. Well, so wait. So they only pulled level one of the breaker, uh, right? So level – do you want to go through? I'll go through. Are there multiple breakers? Are there like three switches in a row? <laughs> yeah. Well, they have to turn three different keys. They, I, they, I just imagine someone didn't get executed in Alabama today because the stock market <laughs> yeah. is so bad. They pulled the first one. They were like, that was just for the toaster. So like, oh, my bad. And they pulled another one. So Yeah. 7%. Uh, so level one, uh, if the S&P drops 500 – or S&P 500 drops 7%, which it did, pauses for 15 minutes. Uh, level two, thirteen uh, percent. It will again pause for fifteen minutes. But if the drop occurs on or before three twenty-five p.m., there will be no halt if the drop happens after that. So after three twenty-five, they keep it going. But if it's before that, then they halt. What do people do in that fifteen minutes? Fucking kiss, hug each other. You definitely go take a shit. I mean, that's that's the only. Yeah. <laughs> like one guy was like, "Thank God," <laughs> just yeah, like exactly. walk up the floor. Oh man, I just drank my coffee. No, my buddy worked at a bank, and he said. Uh, like there was like a 15 minute window during lunch or somewhere where you could go to the bathroom uh-huh. and there would just be lines into the stall and you had like 
four minutes to get it done and get out, and they were just like dudes in suits. Just firing off and shits. <laughs> that story stressed me out so much. I'm like, you had four minutes, and like, yeah, and there was a guy waiting. Like, you could see the guy's shoes. I'm like, no, couldn't work there. With no, the right you. diet, you have enough time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you train yourself. You're like pure yeah. survival. It's part of the interview. Yeah, yeah. They time like, you. How can Like, how, go in there. Yeah. yeah how fast can you shit? We got a stopwatch on you. You hold yeah. it. You hold it in long enough. You're ready to really shoot out that pickle. That's true. You build up a couple days worth. You don't have no, to try no, that. I'm going to have like a new stereotype. Every time I meet a banker, I'm going to think like, oh, they got a real dirty hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You get one wipe and then you're out. Uh, level three, if the S&P drop, 500 drops uh, 20%, trading stops for the whole day. And that's never happened where they had to do that, correct? Never happened. Have yeah. they pulled the second breaker ever? I, don't I tried to find out whether or not they have. I don't think they ever I don't have. Think, I, I looked also. I don't believe they have either. Yeah, there's no breaker tracker. All I wanted all day was to find my like. Now that's breaker. an app idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I. It's only relevant within no, the last yeah. couple of years. I yeah. did hit up our our favorite uh, Wall Street employee Rex Rex Thunder, and I was like, "Hey, you know, how many times the breaker room?" He's like, "I'm so busy right now." Oh yeah, what? A, <laughs> yeah. what it was, yeah, I mean, I, I bothered can't... him at like eleven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. He meanwhile he's putting up fires. <laughs> yeah, literal fires. Yeah. Um. Yeah, what a wild day. Uh, well, so, but then I think, you know, I didn't, I guess I didn't look, but there's companies that have probably finished in the green. Like, I bet, did Microsoft finish finish in the green? Did anyone did anyone finish okay? Oh, I can answer that. Um, no, they didn't. Microsoft did not? Down okay. 6.78%. I but lost now, like, it, $10. It, yo, right now, buying Microsoft would be sick yeah it, absolutely it, it's the lowest it's been in a long time and like if you if you're not in the market now is the perfect time to buy in a do little do you have bit. any uh recession apocalypse buys because i got a couple for you oh, oh man we love no, that. i i haven't even had the time to think about it all right number one starbucks okay i think it's recession proof i own it i gotta disclose that when people are broke they buy their five dollar coffee it's, it's all true. they have left it's true when people are rich they buy their $5 coffee. It's it's what they need. Number two, bud. What do people do when they're depressed? Smoke weed. Drink. Drink. You uh, thought it was weed. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you call it bud. I'm sorry. The first rule of investing, you never you never invest in a weed stock. Yeah, that's, tr- that's why I thought I was surprised that he said that. But yeah, you're right. Bud Light, they do drink. We talked about this a long time ago. Alcohol is a recession-proof stock. People and and yeah, people are always going to be so, drinking. Budweiser is down ten percent today. Wow, it's forty-eight bucks. At the beginning of the year, it was around eighty. I wanted to buy it there. They had a terrible quarter. Uh-huh. They warned that coronavirus was going to kill them on their call. Do they uh, own Corona, like the beer? Um, is that why? No, you're an idiot. No, we, no, we, I'm not an idiot because people are stupid and people stop drinking Corona beer because of the coronavirus. People no, are no, stupid. No, no, you're right. Um, they. They don't own Corona, but they Budweiser does own like other brands that you would be a little bit surprised about. But yeah. I can't remember what they are now. But uh, like Bud Light, for example, they own. But uh, they think about this. Everybody's saying don't buy them. They're down ten percent in a day. Yeah, that's when I buy. Right, that's when you. Should. I go listen. You're telling me not to buy because you think I'm dumb. I'm right. buying that shit. Right. I'm not dumb. I'm smart. And yeah. this is actually... You're the, smart and strong. That's a great call, actually, because Budweiser is now and the lowest... And they pay a dividend. Is, wow. That's crazy. It's Amazing. the lowest it's been since 2010. 
Oh, I'm buying that. I'm, I'm, yeah. That this is the sound of me buying Budweiser stock. Are we gonna buy? Right? Let's buy yeah, some. Absolutely, I'm buying. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's a great call. I am so into it. Well, I got to see if I have any money in my damn account. Uh, now, now I got to. You're hearing it live. They're buying live on the pod. <laughs> Well, been- we can't. It's it's seven fifty four when we're recording. Well, I mean, you know, we are after hours, but it'll go through. You can submit the the order, and it'll go through tomorrow. Yeah. Right, um, here's a question. For, okay. For real though. Okay. I don't understand when I place an order on E Trade what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> when it's like buy the open, or it's like buy a market order, or buy whatever. Yeah. Do you guys know that? Yeah, the open is whatever the open whatever it price opens in, is. Right? Yeah. So if it goes, if it is. shoots up at a fuckload tonight, which it won't do, but if it shoots up over like, over in after hours trading, then you pay what it opens at. Yeah. So yeah. I, I want the lowest price. Right. So, so just wait until tomorrow morning. I'm, ch- I'm gonna transfer some money in for my checking account. Um, I have been thinking about. I haven't. I actually should pull this up. But so here's the thing: we're living in New York. Uh, coronavirus is rampant. We have just surpassed. Um, New York has the most cases of corona in the United States. Um, we are talking about quarant. There's a lot of talk of quarantine, people missing work, um, which is why I think if you can look into uh, telecommunication companies, Cisco, Zoom, um, these people are going to be skyping into work. I think these comp- these types of companies yeah, might and they're be already. Going nuts, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that might be something to look into um, as far as investing because I think the people are going to be using those a lot more um, to uh, to work from home. A lot of working from home lately. So, um, Well, Cisco is down 4% today. Not terrible. Not terrible. Well, so, there is a measure of volatility, the volatility index, uh-huh. VIX. The VIX. I bought the VIX years ago. One of the best decisions I ever made. And the VIX kind of indicates that how people are feeling about the market. And, and if it's over 30, it is a panic. And right now it's at 54. And tomorrow, a lot of analysts are saying it will hit uh, triple digits. The VIX will be a, really? Yeah. Wow. So get that vapor rub, buy that VIX. Does anyone understand how the how the oil markets disrupted the market? It's kind of interesting. I tried to figure out how to learn it. I just think the oil. I mean, oil is such a like linchpin of the market. It's such a big part of the world's economy, and it's down twenty one percent. Like the whole world, like this whole military industrial complex, it's reliant on the oil industry. Uh-huh. I mean, wars have started like. Companies are based on oil. I mean, oil is such an important. The important state of part Texas of is an incredibly affluent place, based in large part on the oil industry. Right, Saudi Arabia. Like, um, what's what's the um, fuck? What's it called? The super rich company in the United Arab Emirates or whatever. Yeah. That whole that whole thing is built on oil. The whole Middle East is yep. their economy is oil. That's. I just Googled why oil matters. So that <laughs> And what'd you find? It said Motor Oil Matters has one main goal to make sure that consumers receive high quality oil. <laughs> <laughs> Hell that, yeah. Did that help? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That answers everything. I think we're sold. There's people out here taking care of us, so don't worry too much. <laughs> no, but it really the Saudi Arabia and Russia had a disagreement. Saudi Arabia says, Hey Russia, can you slow your oil production? And Russia says no. 
And then Saudi Arabia, they cut the prices of their oil. They undercut Russia and huge. And now everyone had to undercut their prices because Russia didn't go along with this. And that's why your parents can't retire for another three years. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, anyway, then, that's why she's got to keep teaching. So <laughs> This is the biggest single they dropped since the Gulf War in 91. Absolutely. Insane. It's, it's crazy. What I mean, it, And I think we said this on your pod, but... A barrel of oil is now worth less than an actual barrel. So buy <laughs> futures in going over Niagara Falls. <laughs> this is another thing that as New Yorkers, we should be totally immune to, though, right? It's like oil, man. I don't take a car. Yeah, but I, I, I got a Prius. I ride my rubber yeah. scooter. I walk. I don't I, care if the I, price ride, of oil goes to zero. I ride bikes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the price of oil goes to zero. Yeah. Yeah. Be, he, what happens when oil. your chain falls off? You, then you're exactly fucked. your chain gets all rusty and dried out. I have a friend who's like actually super rich, and he's like, the only thing that'll be valuable when the shit goes down is a gun. <laughs> and he's serious. He's like, should buy a gun just in case. I'm like, wow, you're crazy. Uh, you, you, <laughs> you know who had a great? Does he day? live in the city? No. Oh, of course not. He he owns a gun. Yeah. The person who had the best day, and I'm sorry I keep going back to this. I'm so enchanted by the, the idea. But the guy who pulls the circuit breaker, yeah, yeah. Like he's probably been showing up every day for 10 years going, right. hey, is today the day? Here's a guy, the guy, he works in the basement. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hey, guys. And they're like, shut up, Bill. Go to your hole. Yeah. He's got to be the most hated guy around the entire exchange. <laughs> you know he spit on his hands and rubbed them together. Yep. He was like, now's my time to shine. And he yeah. really gripped it and ripped it, you know? Yeah, and then after he grabbed it, he didn't wash his hands in case. Yeah. He gets, so he could do it again. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I mean, I think as bad as things are, you know, things are bad. They they won't be bad forever. Now is a good opportunity. Maybe even tomorrow would be an even better opportunity cuz I don't think things are going to even out. Do they tomorrow. feel this doesn't feel nearly as bad as 2008-9 at all to me. But it is more on paper. I graduated high school in 2009, so I feel like I I was still too young for it to really. Yeah, you didn't feel the like wrath I, yeah. of like people like panic, like legitimately like full buildings of people like coming out with boxes and like couldn't get a job. Right. And, and, yeah. And and not only was it like stock market bad, it was like we can't hire you because it's the, of the year it we is. We can't afford to keep. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I don't. I mean, obviously, I can't speak to that, but it doesn't feel. And to we me, might see like ramifications of that coming up. And also, like, a lot of people were victimized because of the home prices. I don't know. It seems like an international incident and a fluke. It's event-related as opposed to behavior-related like 2008 was. Yeah, it's not a systematic right, a failure of, like, right, that's a very know, good making point. bets on bets on bets on bets and, like, you know, 19 houses at right. a 0% interest rate that then becomes a 20% interest rate. Right. Yeah, so, and like it's better today because we understand why this is happening. Even like the Saudi Arabia Russia thing, it's so murky. But at the end of the day, we still have jobs. There's money coming in in this market. You know, in February it was up to record highs. All these companies were at prices that they have no business being at. And really, we just have as much money as we had like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. it's fine. Yeah. And we knew it was coming. I don't think we thought it was going to be this bad, but uh, we we knew it was going to come. You know, um, what's the stock you're you're most happy you bought in the last two years? Oh, I have AMD. AMD. I bought AMD when it was fifteen dollars. What the hell is AMD? AMD is 
AMD is still good to get in on. AMD is going to hit triple digits in the next couple years. Advanced micro devices. Yeah, I bought in when they were 15. Check them out now. Damn. Boom, baby. 43. That's right. And that was low. They, had a 50, they, they were at 50 a couple weeks ago. If you weren't so broke, you'd be rich now. Yeah. Yeah, Matt, <laughs> Matt is actually good, quite good at this stuff. Yeah. You think you're ever going to like walk into a bank and just be like, hey, I was doing comedy for 10 years, but I actually made 2,000% uh, of my portfolio, so... Let me get at that computer and start trading. Yeah, yeah. That's the dream. That's why we're here. Yeah, that's exactly. I'm just trying to get some attention. You know what I mean? I've been spending all this time trying to get attention in comedy. Really, I need to get some attention to these big ballers on the Wall Street. Yeah, well, that's what that's what Rex Thunder saying. It was it said people pitch them all the time. So you probably you can make money on Wall Street. Then you still have to stand out. Yeah. Do you think Wall Street's like uh, comedy? We're like. I don't know, some diversity broker, they're getting hired even though they have like a lesser return. Absolutely not. No way. There's definitely no. No, absolutely not. I am not reacting at all. Yeah, there's no way that happens. There's no way that happens. I feel like Wall Street is still, I feel like no matter how far they've progressed, they're still, it's still a very like bro-y thing. They're still, they still use the word, you know, they still use the F words. They still call people F-words if you don't shit quick <laughs> enough. Shit faster, you fucking gay boy. That shit still happens. But I, there was some good news today. There was the my favorite company, Twitter, which I think is oh, a public yeah, utility. Did, yeah. Uh, them and Jack Dorsey is safe. He's going to keep his CEO position. He's going to keep his other CEO position. So and Elliott Management will get a seat on Twitter's board of directors. So Twitter maintains in stays in liberal hands, which is kind of important in an election year. Yeah, especially when it's with all this talk of free speech and censorship and fake news, and it's you know very important. That is kind of like the the you know this company. Twitter's a sell for me, but I'm just like reviewing the 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 price, and you didn't get crushed today. You're right. Yeah, it didn't get crushed it didn't get today. Crushed at all. But you don't. Th it's it's honestly, it's like having stock in all of cable news in 1985. Over the next couple decades, right. where are people going to turn to to get their instant reactions, their news, their information? It's going to be Twitter. Yeah, and it's a company that's not set up to be profitable right now. Do you feel Do you feel dumb not buying Facebook when it was so obvious that everybody in the world was going to be on Facebook when it was like 20 bucks? Yeah, it is crazy. I feel like about. an idiot. I'm like, everybody uses it. And I think that's your argument with Twitter. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and Twitter's up 20% in users in just last year's, the last quarter of 2019. So if they can even do a, a margin of that growth, it's pretty healthy moving forward. Yeah. And like the current leadership, they're not making Twitter a company that maximizes their profits. But, in, but eventually, they will. Right. They, they're they, going to get some guy who's just like... Bottom line, period, like not so like in love with himself, like Jack Dorsey. And that guy was there, but they were able to hold him off. So yeah. now you have a more of a window to buy in. And, you know, honestly, I think the play of just buying Twitter now, selling it after the election, you're going to make money. Yeah, I like that call. I think it's good, too. We, he, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I think it's I think you're vindicated today. Vindicate that. You know what you talked about last week. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah. So um, my girlfriend's fiance's family is giving me like five thousand dollars for the wedding secretly and the dad hopefully he's not listening to this podcast he does listen <laughs> you know he listens so did you invest it yeah well yeah it we market. might have we might be like holding five thousand dollars for the wedding and i was just like yeah we should put that on to twitter stock we're getting married october 2021 i feel like twitter will be better by then yeah i don't think it's a bad idea yeah i have significantly more money 
just in cash for like my quote unquote real estate than I do in the market. And then I get these statements where they're like, you made 1%. And I'm like, I'm an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like the safe play. I'm like, I'm like the freaking like. But that's what all Wall Street's doing now. They're all buying bonds. Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, they're, that's one. I think that's one of the reasons that the stock, the the market was affected so much, is because people are pulling out and putting it all into bonds. Do you guys right? watch the the bond report on CNBC ever? No. They have one guy who covers the bonds, Rick Santelli, and they go to him, but then they just kind of like treat him like shit, <laughs> and he's just like, "Hey guys, it's crazy down here in the bond pit." Uh-huh. Anyway, back to you, Jim. Can I come up there? And they're like, "No, Rick, sit down. Like, <laughs> You're not one of us." But they always treat him like he doesn't matter as much. Because hey, bonds, you know, you you don't need to think about. Yeah, it. you a, just let a, him sit there in a bull market. Like in a bull market, you don't. And then if shit does hit the fan, Rick Santelli's going to be like, "Oh, okay, you need me now." Well, bitches. well, well. Yeah. <laughs> Look who came crawling to Santelli. Um, yeah, it was kind of. I felt like a real, uh, real big dick asshole because I was on the road. Uh, I was in L.A. and I was in Austin, and I was on the planes watching CNBC on the plane, taking notes. I felt like a real. Oh, it's great! It was so fucking cool. It's the best. It was really fun. All right, I, I want to jam in some other stocks I've been looking at, but I haven't pulled the trigger on. Yeah, no, this is good. Um, like I've been in love with the Yum brands for a long time. Oh uh, yeah, okay. love Yum. And Taco been, Bell, KFC. Yeah, Taco Bell, KFC is enough for me, and they own one more, uh, one of those like another trash uh, food. I don't know. They own Burger King, KFC, Pizza Hut. Yes. So for me, it's like okay, everybody in America is fat. Right, and, and they're like, getting fatter. They're every just day. getting fatter, and like you know, you're selling a sandwich with two donuts and some fried chicken in the middle, right. and I'm like, that's a business I want to be in. Exactly. But then I feel bad, and I don't buy it because I'm like, I don't want to like sell poison to the oh. to the world. See, that's I don't feel. <laughs> He's bad an at activist all. investor, but yeah, they, yeah. their price point today, pretty good. They're down to eighty three seventy a share in a market cap of twenty. Oh my God, yeah, <laughs> Sorry, that was the circuit breaker hitting. Somebody um, flipped the switch on us. We did all that talk about how much he loves pulling switches. He came over here to Hold My Bread Studios. He did just that. Yes, he held our bread and then he flipped it. For the first time in his life, he's gotten to pull two switches in a single day. You That's guys were losing followers at a uh, 6% clip <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it shut off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They needed, we needed time to regroup. Yeah, I said that thing about diversity bro. Brokers and they're like, we gotta give, we gotta curb this right now. So yeah. I apologize for causing the recession of this podcast. Now I wanted to ask you guys. Sorry that I'm jamming in here with my thoughts. No, but it's I, great. I don't you're get to guess. be on hold my bread. You come here locked and loaded. You're, yeah, you're carbo loading, baby. Um, Let's do this. You know when a you know like somebody in Stockland like keeps talking about a stock and, uh-huh. and you just don't. I'm not buying what they're selling. Right. And for me, that's Pinterest. But, I, but I've but I've heard the argument, which is. When people are on Pinterest, they are super engaged in whatever they're engaged in. We talked about that on the podcast. So they're like, I like to make wooden furniture. I am obsessed with wooden furniture. Now what you've done is, you know, I'm going to make a little fake bulletin board about wooden furniture. Now, if you want to advertise to wooden furniture people, you have a customer who's like ready to go. Yeah. It's not like I Google something. You might have Googled it for a friend. You had like, 
So the argument is you have a really engaged audience. So once they monetize that. The only hole I see in this argument is who Googles stuff for a friend? <laughs> like, <laughs> so if I hit up you guys, I was like, hey, man, can you look up wooden furniture for me? Like, you would rather pick me up from the airport. <laughs> it's like the Mark Norman joke. Spicy Latinas for a friend. <laughs> Back when that was like not – it wasn't even like known that Google was doing you, that. You know, that it is – Pinterest is in the hold my bread portfolio, yeah, and hearing, hearing your criticisms, I can only conclude that women don't carry enough social capital in your life. Women love Pinterest. It's where they have more. Users. They spend all their time planning a wedding. My fiance is on it twenty four hours a day. So is everyone in her circle. All right. So you're down in the three month. You're down. You're up in the three, in the three month. I, don't, I can't actually read this chart. Hold on. I'm an idiot. I'm down and you're, up in the three months. You're down and up. No, in three months, you're down huge. You're down from like 26 to the low teens. On the year, you, you went from 37 down to 16. Well, it's kind of like with, with... But we bought it pretty low. We bought it at 22. Anything it's down is just in the past few days. And it I think ha- this is a buy right now. It, Absolutely, look, it's a buy right I, now. I, it was a buy at 22. This was my pick. Pinterest was my pick from a couple weeks ago because a couple weeks ago, they surpassed, I want to say they surpassed Snapchat with the number of users. Pinterest has a is like the number, it might be the number three social media site out there right now. Maybe not number three, but it's in the top five at least as far as users go. Pinterest, and you had a good and point. it was down 12% today. I'm buying that on the open, baby. Yeah. And it already earned in the fourth quarter of last year, so it's something where you could probably get in and buy 10 shares of it for 160 bucks. so that's not a terrible investment at all. Yeah. All right, I'm in. I, I'm on a big, I'm on a big, like, millennial Gen Z, what are they thinking thesis portfolio, okay, which is this. Expensive coffee, which we covered. Uh-huh. Bingo. Social engagement, right? Uh-huh. That's your Pinterest. That's yep. your Twitter. Yeah, but what else are these young people doing, Noah? They are they're they're lazy. Yep. Yeah. They want to pay premium prices for like food experiences. Yep. Yeah. And then I had a third thing, but I forget. They're experience driven, right? A hundred percent. So, they want to do stuff for the gram. Yeah, that's why there's all those places in Soho that like you take selfies at. Like yeah. there's a yeah. slime museum. The overhead is so low, where you just go into a warehouse, you pay a bunch of money, and they like take pictures. But with I, you. but I think the long term look is Gen Z millennials are going to live in tiny little apartments. Like you're not going to spend a lot on your house, uh-huh. and then you're going to have great technology within it, uh-huh. and then you're going to have great like pour over coffee. Uh-huh. But back in the day, like my parents, it's like live in the burbs, have a four bedroom house, uh-huh. drive two cars. Now it's going to be like, I don't own a car, but I subscribe to Hulu, HBO Plus, you know, like all that stuff. Right. In other words, it's like a minimalist in one way, but right. it's like super luxurious in another way. Well, and then like VR, you're going to have a small place. You just get VR and you can transport yourself wherever you want to go. And, you know, if if this generation offers, ex- loves experiences we have to look at what companies offer experiences. And for instance, Dave & Buster's is selling at half the price it was a year ago. That's a, that's a sell for me. That's yeah, a I know. sell? Sells yeah. a sell. Sells yeah. a sell. Yeah, and I don't think I'm in on that one. I don't, I don't know if any company crashed harder than Dave & Buster's. <laughs> Dave & Buster's has lost half of its market cap in a month. Yeah, people Dave are, and Buster's is not a corona-friendly environment. Yeah, people are struggling. <laughs> they don't have money to go play video games. You yeah, know? come in here and eat this gross food and put your hands in this other thing that people have exactly. their hands on. Exactly, yeah, yeah, grab this controller that's not been washed. <laughs> my friend had a, a birthday party at Dave and Buster's like 10 years ago, and my uh-huh. other friend came to it, 
and only thought of that guy as a weirdo for the rest of his life. It was like that weird guy, you know, that really weird guy. He wanted to go to Dave and Buster's. Yeah. <laughs> it was the only thing he did that was weird at all. Yeah, just have his party there. That's a, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, that guy's a serial killer. I like, don't think Dave and Buster's is a good call. That's just my opinion. Hey, I just looked up an experienced stock while we're here talking, and, yeah. you know, Top Golf hasn't IPO'd yet. So Top Golf is great. Top Golf, I would buy the IPO. Yeah. Man, yep. but that's yep. pricey. How are they going to make money at, at Top Golf? Top Golf is going to open up high. Here's what I think would happen. Will happen. Top Golf will open up and then will immediately drop below the IPO price. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, well, that's what like every IPO has done. You know, every like Blockbuster IPO the last three years it seems like it's done that. Unless it's the reason I'm on this podcast, Beyond Burger. Oh, I shit. got I got all I got all this money for me, all this money for my family. And I knew Beyond was going to skyrocket, and then it its price doubled prior to open, and I was afraid to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, that's how you we didn't start- do it. I didn't no, that's how we started this podcast. Because oh we were- my god, I didn't know that origin story. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the, the origin. Story of this podcast. I, that's the thing. I'm wrong we about everything. A, we both wow. set aside a thousand dollars, or I set aside a thousand dollars, and then it opened up too high, and I chickened out, and then it just shot the fuck Dude, up. Dude, that's I'm rough. Cursed yeah, and stupid, but we'll somehow have a, a lovely life. Okay, so that's my third thesis about the Gen Z millennials is some level of social consciousness with what they buy. So that's why Starbucks for me is a buy because they provide health insurance. You can go in there and feel good about yourself. Right. So like Exxon, no, out. Out right. the fossil fuel game. Yeah. Um, but something like Beyond Meat, right? I'm, I'm willing to try this because I... I'm a millennial, and I think, all right, I shouldn't eat as much meat as I, you know, it's better for the planet, blah, blah, blah. Right, right, right. Yeah. All that liberal stuff you guys love. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) We eat it up. All that made-up global warming BS. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, it's solid thinking. You're absolutely right. I think that is a, that's a big thing. That's like, it's like kind of what you're saying about people are just going to get fatter. People are just going to keep getting sick. That's why pharmaceutical companies are always good. People are always going to be sick. People are always going to be dying. Um, well, I don't actually know how fat is Gen Z or like millennials. I bet if I'm going to bet I'm purely pulling it out of my ass. I bet that they're skinnier than the generation before. I bet sure. they're not. I bet you're hanging out in urban environments because yeah. I'm from the Midwest, dog, and it ain't coming out like that. Uh, have you seen the movie Wally? Because it's about to be considered a documentary. I have. People I are fat. They're sedentary. They don't do anything. That is so, true. Even you- young people. Yeah, especially young people. Now, I hang out with too many good-looking comedians like you guys. No, we are I think that's true. We, no, you, we, we do live in a bubble where not only do we live in New York, but we live in a bubble of entertainment where we yeah. are surrounded by people that you have to be attractive. The number of people that I've met when I've been out of New York that are like – they're just like – Giant. Just giant, fat, yeah. ugly pigs of people. And they're like, I'm 20 well, – we, well, we have to walk too. Right. Also, that's true. But then the, we meet these people, and they're like, I'm 24. And I'm like, I'm 30, and I look way better than you. It's yeah. you're, a, you're 24. You're a river monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go back to the swamp, Shrek, you know? Um, so I think that, well, my thesis that might have been disproven by uh, the middle of the country, which isn't a real place and doesn't deserve any, <laughs> any respect, uh, should be like, all right, you're – Everybody's more camera savvy now because uh-huh. social media. Right. So they see themselves and they go, holy shit, that's what I look like. I got to lose weight. Yeah, but right. you, of course there's obesity. Who do you think is commenting on those videos? <laughs> Every time they drag the people out. 
I got some negative comments on a video recently, and I'm sure they were all uggo. <laughs> and they were like, they were commenting just like pro-Trump stuff. It's like, this is unrelated. Yeah, you're like, I have, what? You're, he's like, I was talking about the Lions. <laughs> yeah, you can't be this upset over this. That's um, what's the craziest shit about social media, though, is it's like, and this is not an original thought, but it's like just all these like, Super attractive women post their pictures, and then you just get these pigs of people that are like, you're a whore, and it's like, <laughs> you're insane. Have you heard the Allison Ivy bit about when she's like, if you if you can, you comment on somebody you know, that's fine. Uh-huh. But if you comment on, like, Beyonce's picture, she's like, go to a hospital. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, you go are, to jail right now. You are unwell. If Beyonce's like, woo, and you're like, yeah, girl, it's like, what's wrong with you? She doesn't know you. Yeah. Like, you, you freak. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. But, uh. I think Pinterest, mm-hmm. Anheuser Busch, mm-hmm. Starbucks. I already own Starbucks, but yeah. I might buy more. Bought yeah. it at fifty six. It's at seventy three now. Was it ninety five? And you know, oh, yeah. if we've got a lot of money, it's pricey per share, but Costco is probably going to go up. People are afraid of a quarantine. I'm sure their next Amazon. Return- Amazon. Oh Again. yeah, yeah. But Amazon's too. I mean, that's just eighteen hundred bucks world. a share. Yeah, that's insane. It's a buy though. Think about if we have to stay home for four weeks. Right. Where are you going to get your shit? Right. I don't know. Amazon. I'll yeah. probably just die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't Amazon. know. I got to steal my roommate's stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we've been recording for a while. We should probably wrap up, huh? Yeah. Noah, do you have anything to plug? Yes. I want uh, everybody to listen to The World, according to Noah Savage. It's on Spotify. Um, when's this coming out? iTunes. Uh, this will be out this week. Yeah. All we right. we probably net day or so yeah, we have to talk Tuesday, to Wednesday. Leif and edit it come to my show at Vaughn Bar 3 Bleecker Street March 18th at 8 nice and um, where can they watch you this Saturday and this Saturday at 11 ESPN 2 the America East Championship hell uh-huh. yeah high hair high ratings yeah, high hair man. high ratings I gotta bring that back man I, I needed to yeah, you got to go with that. It's That's, good. Noah's a college basketball announcer it's very cool he's got everyone's dream job it's awesome. Yeah, and he's very good at it. Thank you. Um, it's probably going to be Vermont, by the way, and they got a really good player who like could play anywhere in the country, and somehow he ended up in Vermont. So and it's is, pretty cool. Do they play in Burlington? Yeah, and I think I'm going to fly there. Oh, I go. and Burlington's a great town. Oh, and what a time to so be. So fun. We're going up to Burlington in a couple weeks, That's actually. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was April, the end of April? Yeah, late April. Oh, is that yeah. where Vermont Comedy Club is? Yeah, Vermont Comedy Club. And then there's like one-nighters that you can absolutely get at. You like see if you can work it out. There should Carl, talk to Carl Sonnefeld. He'll hook it up for you. Oh, nice. All yeah. right, we'll do that. Yeah, I heard you can like submit or like try to like get on that. Um, if the game wasn't at eleven a.m. Anyway, yeah, you have time afterwards. I have a game tomorrow, may, the next day, maybe. So that's why I hadn't done that. Ah. But but I'm excited to go up there. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and at least try to go hang out up there on that Friday and like say what's up to people. It's a good if, idea. If they're up there. It's a good idea. But I've never been there. I've been to other parts of Vermont, but one of my favorite cities in America. Amazing Vietnamese food, and there is a shop on the main drag that sells very potent weeded edibles. So wow. good well, for them. I obviously don't use drugs, but uh, yeah, I will tell other people if it's legal to enjoy those substances if they're of age. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> wow, what a guy, Maddie. Anything to plug? I got nothing to plug. Uh, follow me on Instagram, Matt Becca sucks. Um, thank you. It was nice to meet uh, people when I was gone. I know I was back last week, but it was nice to meet people in LA and Austin. So if you're listening, if I met you there, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, he, he he really came back worse than he left. So I blame you for that. If you're listening, I got nothing to thanks plug, for though. nothing, twerps. Uh, uh, follow me. I'm making a lot of March Madness content. Keep an eye peeled for it. 
And uh, we'll be back maybe later this week, if depending on how shit develops. Bye.